Attention viewer, you are watching the world's biggest Monster Truck Diecast YouTube channel. Well, hello world once again, and welcome back to the Monster Truck Collecting Podcast. It's been two weeks since we did our last episode, which actually technically was Phil's uh, ornament episode. Uh, I heard that was a barn burner. <laughs> well, actually, no, I guess Brian was after. But um, hopefully you guys enjoyed re-watching those if you haven't uh, watched those yet while you waited for us to get back from our break. Um, what are we even discussing today? 2006, I think, Hot Wheels Monster Jam. We're so far out of it. It's our first episode of 2021, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah. It is our first episode yeah. of 2021. Yeah. Um, a great way to celebrate with our great. brand new Woo! 2021 Monster Jam. Your book. It's an app Yeah, I don't have one yet, but um, the feedback so far has been that it's shorter uh, somehow. Oh, that's nice that they got that in there. Um, shorter. <laughs> Phil, what are you doing? Uh, no, I'm jealous already. You're fine. Um, you know what? Anyway, 2006 Hot Wheels Monster Jam uh, is what we're going to discuss today. As you can see, RJ's here. And RJ, um, by turning up here in a yellow complaint card crew shirt, made me do the same thing. So we're all going to be wearing some yellow today. Uh, Phil will be wearing his Brandy Patton, however, because um, he doesn't have... One of the uh, problems, questions, monster truck crew shirts. Phil, why aren't you on board with that one? Uh, yeah, you one. never sent me one. For those who don't get the joke, it's this thing. Um, so anyway, Phil, if you want to start screen sharing so we can get right into this thing. Of course. Uh, I'm sharing on social media as well. So make sure if you guys want other people to jump in. I know it's been a little bit of hiatus. So make sure you're sharing this link so everybody knows. We're back in action and we're here to talk about the wonderful world of Hot Wheels Monster Jam circa 2006. Yes, sir. Okay, 2006. Um, some stuff I don't remember what we talked about in 2005. I think that was the kind of not so kid friendly trucks episode, yeah. right? That was yeah. A dark, yeah. <laughs> kind of a dark time um, that we had to discuss. So that was fun. And then you guys did some muscle machines. So now we're back in Hot Wheels Monster Jam, my yep. uh, forte here. Uh, let me grab this thing off screen. It's kind of. A uh, there we go. So, Phil, if you want to start by number one, I'm assuming, if they were numbering correctly this year. I think the numbers are at least they're at least correct to kick us off, so that's good. Um, first one, I know a lot of times it's usually Gravedigger leading it off. It's not. It's a pretty, pretty unique one here. It's a one done. All right. So, uh, cardiac arrest. So, a nice plan words for uh, cardiac arrest, which is heart failure. Um, this uh, body was used as, was it two or three last year in 2005? Uh, for these, wait, yeah, wait, 2005, yes, for uh, the Eliminator, the Cremator, was there one more? There no, I think there's two. There could have been three. I think, okay, well, either either way, those two, and then now we have Cadillac Arrest with the Hearst-style body, so um, this was actually a real-life truck, not with this scheme, I don't believe, something similar to this, but, um, so it's technically an independent release here, which is really cool, uh, with yeah. another hot uh, touch on it. And uh, overall, it's that same Hearst casting, which is really nice um, to see again. We'll see it two more times in this uh, in this line um, throughout the years. So it's nice to see this, Phil, if you want to keep scrolling so we have some more yeah. photos. Everyone's a little rusty, so 
Let's give yeah. it a little time here. <laughs> so there's the side uh, profile of it, uh, pretty nice. And then the roof, I think, is just blank and the hood and all that stuff. So uh, very nice. What's that? I never know what's that sponsor from the tailgate. Uh, that's actually Rab, uh, whatever, yada, yada. It, it's associated with Rick Rab of American Guardian and Anger. Yeah, I was about to say, Phil, take it away on the real truck history if you got any. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll jump into that. So Rick Rab owns this truck, and this truck is still around. Uh, you know, Rick has gotten out of the industry. He sold all his race trucks, but wherever he's at, I think it's up in upstate New York area. He still has this truck. And like, I think every year he has at least on display out at like a haunted hayride or something in his local area. So uh, this truck is still floating around and you, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, it's not a real paint scheme of the truck. It has something very similar. This is definitely hot wheels taking its liberties and making it a lot better. Yeah. Nice. All right. So number one out of however many there's going to be this episode, Cadillac Arrest again. Um, Hot Wheels take on Independent, also using the Hearst body that they had last year. So it kind of makes you wonder if it was, um, you know, planned for last year before they made it this year, unless they just decided to make a Hearst body and then, oh, wow, Cadillac Arrest exists and we're going to make it. So I think I would err on the side that they're probably going to do it in 2005 and then they just brought it on 2006 because they didn't have room. So uh, also, by the way, it would fit perfectly with 2005, the way things were going with Chill Out and Clown Town and all the other Hearst trucks. But anyway, there's Caddy Arrest, a little bit of a uh, aftertaste of 2005. So next up, number two, uh, Aftershock. I believe this is the first appearance of an Aftershock. Yes. Uh, we've had other similar independents with very similar names like... Um, Livewire, uh, Shockwave, I believe, unless that's this year. Uh, so, oh, sorry. Uh, spoiler <laughs> alert. Uh, so the Aftershock, our first release of it, we'll see it throughout Hot Wheels Moss Jam until the end of uh, the contract, which you'll uh, kind of see it in evolution going on. So this is the first one uh, with that Chevy pickup with chrome rims. I think they switch on white rims at some point, uh, yellow yep. maybe at some point. Yep, um, yep, as well. So you can see it's got a nice um, almost Spectre Flame Blue, uh, nice white paint on the hood. Um, just a very basic paint scheme, not much to talk about. So if you guys want to continue on. Uh, no, it's pretty accurate to the truck that was on tour. Because I think, Phil, did the truck at this time have white or chrome rims? It didn't have the yellow, I don't think. No, yeah. you know, I don't know. If it was anything, it was either be white or chrome. We're probably white. Yeah. It up. I mean, um, outside, outside of that rim color, it was pretty good. Yeah, Aftershock, you guys got it here, but, you know, when history goes on, this truck becomes one of those notable peg warmers. Uh, this was yeah. the paint scheme for Aftershock for, like, almost a decade through a couple different owners and then, obviously, more well-known with Bob Robbins. Uh, and then the, the scheme changed, what, 2012-ish time frame? So this got a lot of releases. I think it's probably in the line every year up until it changes Most scheme years, again. Yeah. That's kind of why they change the rims because just change up the variants. Yeah, it's good one to get the first time, but this thing sat on a lot of pegs as yeah. time went on. Yeah. So 2006, it wasn't sitting there, but 2007, you're probably going to find a couple of these. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, aftershock, nice. And number three, That's nice one as well. Mm -hmm. So crimson crusher, another uh, independent. Um, getting a release here. I think it'll come out in, in like a multi-pack again or at some point it'll be back. Um, so it's nice to see this one. So uh, another basic scheme. So not much to talk about with yeah. it. Um, I'm sure Phil can fill you in on the, um, not a pun, uh, fill you in on the uh, real life 
story of Crimson Crusher, if you want to do that, Phil, or RJ, actually, if you want to give your opinion first. No, and, I, I mean, Phil can go ahead with the real check history and the, the, the backstory of this pain scheme, because there is one, right? Uh, I don't know, like, the hardcore backstory, but <laughs> Crimson Crusher, I think this is kind of a lesser-known independent truck. You probably know the name Greg Adams, and you'll know some of his other trucks. I mean, one of them you do see later on in this year. Uh, Crimson Crusher was one of the many names he ran on his trucks. It was a very unique truck. And actually, the chrome rims are accurate to this truck. Mm -hmm. So this truck did run chrome rims in real life. Uh, it was a very flamboyant truck. Uh, one of the many identities in between, like, you know, Summit Truck Style, then later what we'll see, Annihilator, and then uh, Eliminator and Defender. All on that same team. Uh, this is the first Greg Adams truck we do get to see in toy form. And outside of a multi-pack, this is uh, – I think that multi-pack came out in 2005, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken. That so is true. Yes. It was an early tip of the hat. Uh, mm -hmm. This is the only chance to get Crimson Crusher. So as t it's a very basic scheme. I actually do like there's a Pennzoil logo on the truck, so that's a nice touch because yeah. I don't think we see Pennzoil anywhere in monster trucks really, so that's kind of fun. Um yeah, if anyone is like a motorsport fan, especially yeah. – uh, It stood out to me. It stood out to mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, as time goes on, this is one of the harder ones to find just because it was a one-time release and it's very obscure. Yeah, I had a couple. Mm -hmm. um, so to know it was hard to find later in uh, its time is uh, one that you want to have in your collection for sure. But, yeah, the Pennzoil logo definitely stood out to me on the aisle. Uh, being a NASCAR fan, you – know with the Pinzo logo on the DEI cars at that uh, a little before that but yeah hey, uh, can I uh can I school the chat real quick of course uh Cadillac arrest is a real truck uh it wasn't a competition truck it was a display truck did things and stuff gave mm -hmm. rides uh and if you're trying to say cardiac arrest no That's I don't know why true. it's not called cardiac but if you want to get really weird, there there are trucks that have been called cardiac arrest. I know Sudden Impact Racing ran one for a cup of coffee. Um, but, yeah. And, that's kind of um, interesting how you kick off the year. It's very obscure independence that, yeah. like, you know, this, I think we talked about in previous episodes. Why, why won't we have certain independents, like ones that are actually on the circuit? Like, for instance, Obsession at this time. But uh, instead, we're getting like Crimson Crusher. So that's kind of weird how maybe some of the more prominent names. And actually, uh, well, there's no maximum destruction in this in 2006. So hmm. I know we talked about that length in 2005. Um, yeah. So that that's like insane to think there's no maximum destruction in the 2006 line, uh, especially knowing he, he, uh, maximum destruction wins a world championship in 2006. So yeah, well, kind of weird how I don't know how the selection was on some of these trucks, but it's it's interesting to look back at now. Yeah, it's definitely eye-opening when you go back and look at it. Yeah. Be nice to chat, people. That's why we're here. We're here to learn. It's okay. So. Know, everyone's, so, everyone's so anxious right now to get back to it. We're so excited fighting. to look at toys. <laughs> okay. All right. All right next one. This is a nice casting that's continuing on. Um, this is the one that we saw last episode with Chill Out, the uh, Mortuary on Wheels. Um, this is SWAT now. So a little so different take on this little different take on this one. Um, I remember getting this. Um, there's like specific trucks I remember getting at Toys R Us for some reason. This is one of them. Uh, SWAT. So it was nice to have this one. I, I actually really enjoy this paint scheme with the uh, matte clear coat. 
Um, again, this body, I'm not sure what they call this body, but I do hope that they'll bring it back for their Hot Wheels Monster Jam, um, Hot Wheels Monster Trucks line. Uh, just a great casting. I mean, it's a really cool one. So uh, there it is, SWAT. Very simple, but effective. I mean, I, I really enjoyed how um, how they did this one. It was one of my favorites uh, growing up with the, uh, the earlier line and um, definitely one to remember. So there's only three trucks, I believe, that came out on this paint scheme. Uh, you'll see one more in a couple of years, but um, SWAT was... One of the two original ones um, that came out. So very nice to see it. And um, anyway, uh, RJ and Phil, go ahead. Didn't this have uh, the City of Monster Jam or something on the badge, Phil? Yes, it does. Oh, come on, uh, yeah, I remember picking this one up at a show in 2006, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or it might have been the year, the next year in 2007, but I got a full case. This was in the case. Wild Thing from this year was in that case. Uh, a gray ghost, or not a gray ghost, but a green ghost later on in this episode was also in that case. But this truck was very cool for the detail of that. That's the casting, by the way, for everyone wondering. It's a cool one, yes. Yeah. And that's a good point because uh, there are there's a cool one casting with SWAT Deco that looks very similar to this. That came around the real time. So, <laughs> nope, not a real truck. It's a Hot Wheels fantasy. Out of the three that came out on this body style, uh, this is my favorite for sure. I remember – so like 2006 is really the time where I got into the toy collecting. I remember getting this truck at Mervyn's. If anyone remembers the store Mervyn's on the West Coast especially, uh, that's where I got my SWAT. So uh, it's it's buried in the closet somewhere. It's the cool one. That's, that's the name of the casting. Cool one. <laughs> See, oh, yeah. Great, great pun. Number five. <laughs> You were five. Well, uh, I'll tell you my age. You're going to have to. No, no. Number five. Let's keep going. Oh, number five. Oh, I yes. see. <laughs> no, I didn't call you five, although you act like it sometimes. I'm getting. Okay, buddy. Here we you go. You roasted me in the Christmas oh, episode. Yeah, the front of the Captain oh, episode. I'm back. I'm back Lord, and ready. What could it be? It's revealing itself. <laughs> Here it is. It's bulldozer. So this is an interesting one. Um, no one really has been able to figure out if this was a Hot Wheels original or if it was just a Monster Jam concept. Uh, recently, um, well, not recently, but a little while back, I was talking to Neil Vandenberg, and there's plenty of concepts that the world has never really seen. Uh, some that never made it to real life form and some that made it to toy form but never real life form. This could be an instance of his artwork just in toy form, um, kind of just appearing that they had an idea for. You know, it's actually a really cool one. Uh, it gives Bulldozer a little bit of a different identity um, from the standard kind of like cream white color that it only ever ran. Um, I actually, growing up, this was, I think, for a long time, my favorite truck of the Big Hub series. Um, just a fun fact of that. I, I do like this, and it takes a little bit of a different stance, um, gives it a little bit more realistic quality. And um, I, I hope that maybe one day, if they ever revisit Bulldozer in real life or as you can see in Spin Master form, we are getting that again. Um, they'll maybe take it on again in uh, this brown kind of dark brown form. Uh, so it's interesting. Again, we don't know who made this. Hot Wheels possibly or uh, the team at Monster Jam at the time. But you can see it's just a nice overall cool rendering too. Not that bad. Uh, you know, overall uh, like a refreshing scheme. However, I don't know how I feel about the smoke coming out of the mouth. And, you know, it kind of takes away from the, the standard continuity of the schemes altogether. But um, it is also nice that they changed the logo to gold instead of silver. Uh, that's a nice touch as well. So there is what we call, it's been just dubbed the brown bulldozer. Um, kind of a forgotten truck over the years, really. It just comes out one year, never seen again, and uh, never used in real life for any video games or anything else. So 
Uh, there it is, the brown bulldozer. RJ? Uh, it was one of my favorites, too. It was like a... Mm -hmm. It was like a... I don't know, like a cartoon feel on Bulldozer with the smoke detailed on there. And the the nose always snorted smoke in the real truck, but the toys never had that. So the illustration of that on there was kind of like a, hey, the, there's some, you know, it's angry. It's blowing at its nose on the illustration of the die cast. So it was, it was a cool one to have. I used it in the uh, Carpet Leagues and the non-Monster Jam show Carpet Leagues just because it was a generic Bulldozer that wasn't real. And it gave yeah. you a feel of, you know, just like a truck. I liked it. Cadillac arrest, the scheme's very uh, accurate. I was just I about to say that. Tyler Ramirez said Tyler sent me the same image. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so Bulldozer. Yeah, this is a weird one. I also got this at Mervyn. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> got this at Mervyn's. Uh, it's so weird, especially looking back at it now. You don't see this again. No. Um uh, it's, it's so interesting to look at now. I, I think it'd be kind of cool to see another spin on this. And, uh, now that spin masters getting, getting in the bulldozer game, I think it'd be kind of fun to see maybe some different concepts with this tooling, even if it's a different, con uh, oh, totally different bull concept. I think there's so many different ways you can go with some of these. And I mm -hmm. think this bulldozer is just a little piece of what you can get from thinking outside the box. Yeah. Exactly. You know, they take El Toro Loco and they do a lot with it, but Bulldozer also has a lot of different paint schemes that can go. You, you know, they stick with the uh, like the yellow and the red with El Toro Loco. They did go to the black El Toro Loco, which could have also been used for Bulldozer, honestly, because they're both bulls. But El Toro Loco is more in that kind of um, fantasy color. Like, bulls aren't red or yellow, really. They, they can be like this brown color. Or they can be the color of Bulldozer, which is like that cream white. Or they can be like black El Toro Loco. But, you know, there's a bunch of other kind of bull colors that they have not explored yet. And this bulldozer is kind of one of those schemes that um, I still feel like could have been a real life scheme at some point. Although the graphics, I, I wouldn't even talk about it. The graphics are kind of weird how they kind of stop and go on the truck. They don't wrap fully over and that's kind of early uh, age technology. That's why. But uh, modern day Spin Master uh, definitely could wrap this whole truck in that kind of fur texture. Um, no. As we've seen them do with the airbrushing on the Ultra Loco, or, I'm sorry, the bulldozer rendering. Uh, for this year. So yes, definitely a scheme that I'd love to see. Um, maybe not just this scheme, but others uh, come out for Bulldozer as a fancy concept or just concepts that are in the uh, archives that we don't know about either, um, which would be nice to see. I like so, the black yeah. bulldozer idea is a good idea too. I like that one. Yeah, black bulldozer idea or like, um, you know, like a spot, like different colors on the truck. Or there's even fur and just darker tones. So, yeah, you could do a yeah. lot. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot that you could do with this truck, uh, especially one that's doesn't have the flames and stuff on it. This is why bullets are yeah. so um, easy to change. So very nice to see this one time only 2006. Great truck to have. Uh, one of my personal favorites of all time. And um, yeah, there it is. So bulldozer. All right, we're gonna pounce into number six with pouncer. Pouncer. Nice to see. You. This is our first year for pouncer, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so uh, we've seen previously the two classics um, of the Piso uh, fleet, which were Predator and um, Prowler, almost a bouncer. And now we're seeing the third one, which also, of course, was a real-life truck and still is in, in some instances, uh, Pouncer. So this is the third cat to their fleet. Uh, however, this is not how the real-life truck looks. Um, the colors are way off um, in terms of you know, the, the palette, um, graphics wise, I believe it's, it's, you know, it's a cheetah. So it's similar. Um, but I don't think anything about this is actually close to the real truck. Uh, the real truck kind of uses, um, if I recall correctly, it's like a orangish color. Orange frame, yeah. 
Yeah, kind of like that. So yeah, Palancer is not the most accurate of the three cats that we see, but it's nice to still see it come out. Um, I remember when I was collecting, like um, when they would announce more monster mutts, I would get really excited to see like that that series continue. I didn't even know Palancer was a real truck at this time in 2006, um, but seeing them continue on that cat casting and kind of making different cats off of it, like the Predator and then the uh, Prowler, then now the Palancer, I was really excited to have this in my collection. Um, I just liked having a continuity of all the trucks, like the Rottweiler and the Dalmatian and all that stuff. So Pouncer was a great one to add. And even though it wasn't accurate at the time, uh, it's still nice to see it, um, you know, given some time in, in Hot Wheels Monster Jam. So there's that. Uh, Phil, if you want to fill us in on the real life aspects, go ahead. Actually, Phil, there wasn't there aren't any. There's nothing to render accurate truck. This just is so, yeah. the differences between the real trucks. This is, yeah, this is out of control here. Uh, the, the name pouncer on the side i know gets used eventually if not mm. at the start maybe not right from the get-go but this is a full-on like cheetah obviously you know one of the big things yeah. of the pizza trucks are the chassis colors it's the very bright orange you can always go and yeah. yellows you can almost find and every piezo truck um pouncer is kind of the outlier i know kind of time goes on like we'll get Prowler and Predator gets the better ones. This is like the one shot we get with Pouncer. Pouncer, Pouncer will see a lot of releases in the next coming years, but it never gets to come back and gets a chance at like a, a refresh as some of the other team trucks did. So, uh, but it's cool. You're gonna have it. You're gonna buy it. Uh, yep. I think it's also a very interesting color. It's you know, it's it's. Uh, I think it's probably a color that you really don't see anywhere else in. The toy form. I feel like you don't see this color again until like Leopard Shark in recent time. It's a very, it's yeah. a very unique uh, paint color, and I uh, I tip the hat to that at least. Yeah. For our viewers wondering, the real live truck was like an orange and white scheme, almost like almost like Prowler, um, for whatever reason. So Hot Wheels was not close with this, but actually, I would prefer this what the real live truck looked like. Wasn't it render pieces. like more like what the render looked like? So they're just like, okay, we'll make it like the render. At least I don't know. Yeah. With render, I, I don't know where this came from though. I feel like Hot Wheels made that. I don't know why it's on a small yeah, up either. I mean, I'm sure it was Hot Wheels who made it, but like that's what they were going for. They're like, yep, here's the render of it, kinda. Go for that. Yeah. Anyway, there it is. Uh Pouncer number six of two thousand six. Nice to see it. Uh, another Piso fleet truck. There it is. And seven, geez, everything's taking forever to load. Um, got a lot of pictures there. there. <laughs> Don't worry, it's, oh, great. it's just oh. all that waiting. Phil, I feel like you planned this one. Uh, well, nothing to talk about here. We're gonna skip right through number seven, which is just the standard release of Gravedigger, which you'll see for years, for years really to come. Uh, <laughs> nothing really exciting. That was a bummer. That took forever. And okay. uh, now hey, number eight. eight. Uh, as we wait for this one too, getting there. It wasn't another stack later. Grave digger. Okay, good. It's not a grave digger again. Okay, annihilator. So annihilator. Uh, I believe this is also first time release for this truck. Um, like Phil said, flashy rims. I believe it also had those chrome uh, spinners or whatever it was at the time. And uh, nice to see it. So here it is, annihilator. If we get the side profile. Um, if it'll load, there we go. Uh, so the only difference between the real truck, the real truck had like a dark navy blue paint scheme. This is a little bright for the color, um, but regardless, nice to see the painted uh, bumper there. 
not too much detail. Um, I like the window print, but that's about all that the truck has in terms of differentiation between the real life and the, the toy. So, you know, basic stuff here, uh, like Crimson Crusher had. Uh, I think Phil already filled us in on this stuff. So, RJ? No, I mean, Phil, I mean, it's a good it's a good uh, truck you needed on the Carpet League, definitely. Uh, just another good teammate to the last truck we looked at. All right. Well, there it is. Annihilator. Annihilator. It's blue and it's in through. It's blue. That's that's really all we have for it. All right. Well, next is number eight. Yeah, we'll go to the next one. Annihilator. We talked about a lot of it, so you'll see yeah. it more in the coming years. Ah, uh, Hot Wheels. Yes, Hot Wheels number so, nine. Uh, this is the first time we see this scheme. Yes. Correct? Yeah. So yes, this is the um the classic. Uh, as many people remember it. Um, you'll find some collections that kind of. Um, anchor to the orange scheme that we saw last couple years or the original scheme, but this is the one that really lives a long time in the line. Uh, this is the gold and blue scheme, as I call it, because it had those gold rims. Uh, honestly, not a bad scheme, very classic Hot Wheels, um, that kind of era of Hot Wheels uh, with these graphics, so it's very cool. Um, I believe uh, this was when they were saying I forget what faster, the quote was. Faster than ever. Faster than ever. So yeah, it'll go from uh, faster than ever to Hot Wheels beat that. Um, to we'll add, we'll add the beat that to the hood. Yeah, right. so it'll change up. They're ch testing out different slogans as they always do. I think their current ones go big, go Hot Wheels, or um, it ain't the same without the flame or something like that. So you'll see them change throughout the years. Um, but this is the first one of this kind of newer scheme. It will change as well. It'll get a little bit different. Uh, you know, differentiated, but it won't drastically change until we see Team Hot was Firestorm in 2011 or 12. I think it's 12 or 13, maybe. Uh, it'll be a little while, so we're gonna we're gonna be hanging out with this kind of uh, gold and blue scheme for a little while here. It's re-released uh, so, a lot in the coming years, definitely. Yes, yeah, it'll definitely be used a lot. Uh, so there it is. Um, not much else to talk about with it, like most trucks in this in this year. But um, we're getting there with different schemes now, different um, Hot Wheels trucks. So Yeah, up to this point, there's really with the One Grave Digger uh, re-release. So you're buying a lot this year. That's nice. Yes. yes. All right, so there it is. Next up. Next up's Avenger. Okay, nice to see it. Uh, so this is a variant. Um, there's a variation with it this year for whatever reason they did do this. Um, I really – I don't know if we touched base on the variation last year – but um, they did this weird hood scoop thing. I, I honestly couldn't tell you what it was going to be used for unless it was supposed to be an insert piece uh, at some point to be used on a different truck. Um, as, as you'll see, uh, Spin Master did the same thing with their full charge casting. They have a little plastic hood insert to be able to put plastic inserts there in the future um, if they ever choose to do so. I'm assuming that's why that's there. I'm assuming that's why this was there as well. Uh, people are often um, misguided in thinking that this can actually come off or open up. It does not do that. Um, again, it's it's use here. We don't really know what it was going to be used for. It was just there. And then in this same year, it was pulled. And from that year, this year moving forward, it was never used again. So whatever they were planning to use with this little insert piece or remove it and put a little plastic insert inside or whatever they're going to do with it, We'll never know. Um, there could be prototypes out there of some weird Bel Air custom concept Hot Wheels truck with a little engine sticking out or something that we just never knew about. But there it is, that weird uh, variation. It's called the hood scoop or hood variation. Uh, so let's go to the other one where you'll see it removed. Same scheme, same everything else, but the um, the casting is now changed uh, to be 
the uh, the hood, they call it the hoodless edition or no hood edition uh, right there. So you can see the hood scoop is now filled back in. Um, who knows? I'm sure it was expensive to fix that casting. I honestly, um, <laughs> they should have thought that through. So there it is. Uh, the Avenger, I don't, I think the scheme is the same as last year's as well. Um, yeah, there's no uh, changes to the scheme okay. or anything. So that's why I'm not really showing a lot of the, of the truck. Uh, I don't know how many of these uh, hood, no hood variations are out there. I know as a kid, I had, and you'll see in another Avenger that's released in, in the same year, I had both of the hood versions. So uh, I, I, obviously the no hood is a change they made, but I don't know how late in the game they made that change. Yeah. I, I didn't notice no hoods until I get to 2007, see some of those adventures. But <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how long it took them to pull these from production, but um, this is not the only Avenger that has it actually. And we'll come back to it in a moment. Since we already discussed this one last time, there's not much else to talk about, but um, you'll see on a, on a world finals body, you're going to see that same uh, hood scoop variation in just a moment here. So anyway, that's Avenger. Nothing changed from last time. You guys time. think they did that to use the body as like a Hot Wheels original with like a goofy engine sticking out of there? Yeah, so that's what I was saying. I think that was the plan uh, unless um, Tyler Ramirez actually made a really, really good point here. Uh, let me pull it up wherever he went. Uh, there he is. Uh, so he said, I love the little animation, by the way. Look at that. Watch that. That's the really cool. Picture loading? I'm sorry. Um, no, no, no. Watch this. Watch the little text. It goes, Phew. Uh, anyway, cool little update. I didn't notice we've been off the air for a while. Uh, anyway, Tyler Ramirez says, uh, Jim Clore might have wanted a blower coming out of the hood. He made Spin Master cut off half the trunk, which was sure. to view the motor. Totally sure. plausible. He seems to want to do these crazy things with the toys. Um, yeah, totally. it'd, only be, it'd only be plausible if that was the truth. <laughs> okay, Phil wants to be a conspiracy theorist here. Um, good idea. It's possible. No one will ever know. Uh, again, it could be Hot Wheels doing it for their own use. It could be... Um, Jim Kohler doing it for his crazy ideas, but um, you know, we'll never know. It was just a variation, a expensive casting variation that we only see once. So team max, I believe we also covered this last time. Um, the only time we're going to see Traxxas yeah. on. Huh? Yeah. We talked about team max in the last yeah. episode. I remember talking about Traxxas. That's why I um, had a feeling. So yeah, Traxxas makes an appearance on uh, the team max truck, which is nice to get some recognition for the company at the time. Um, and there was actually a couple different T-Maxes in real life. They only ever did this one blue and orange kind of scheme. So um, there's this that. The last, this is the last T-Max you get. Obviously, yes. you know, you don't get yeah. an extra. So next up, um, I don't even know what I'm rolling Crazy Bowl from south of the border. Uh, okay. Well, we can skip straight through this one. Uh, we've seen this release for a little while now, um, and we're seeing it yet again. Oh, yeah. We still see this last year. Huh? <laughs> we've seen this a lot since the start of El Toro Loco. Um, well, so, well, they don't always have big rims. Okay. With the big, <laughs> same, same scheme, uh, same rim color, same everything. So is this uh, an OG? There is uh, that same scheme again. I, I can't wait for Spin Master to uh, Spin Master to Spin Master to execute this design this year in Retro Rebels. Uh, it'll be nice. Phil, don't laugh. Um, so yeah, uh, that's the same scheme that we've already seen before. This one, however, is new, and it's nice to see it. Um, part of the original uh, fleet of um, I don't even know what team this is called at this point in time. Uh, Phil, what's the David Smith team? Do what? Oh, uh, Flame Motorsports. Okay. Flame Motorsports. Um, so El Matador, part of the team with uh, King Crunch. Um, I definitely remember buying this and having uh, King Crunch and El Matador. I remember watching the episode on TV and being like, 
really happy to have the team in, you know, random events that I was doing on the carpet. Uh, so that's really cool to have at the time. Uh, nice to see them doing them. And they do El Matador for a long time to come as well. So it's not just a one time and done deal. Uh, this is the classic seam of El Matador. As you can see, I believe those are pictures of the real truck that they're using because it was airbrushing, uh, as they do with um, King Crunch as well, because they just can't do the complexity of the scheme, um, you know, the airbrushing, all that specific detail. So very cool. Um, I really enjoy um, this truck and, and you know, the history of El Matador and um, King Crunch and the team. So there's that, Phil, if you want to go ahead and talk about the uh, Team Flame. And then we'll move on. Uh, Flame Motorsports, yes. So, uh, yeah, El Matador's teammate, the King Crunch. We don't see King Crunch this year, which is kind of odd. Uh, but yeah. it paired as well with some of the other King Crunches that have came out. Uh, Darren Basil was the main driver, really, of El Matador forever. The only other time, there's one other gentleman. And then his brother, Aaron, drove it a couple times. But it was almost always Darren. I remember getting this truck. I don't know if I got this at my first event at Chase Field in 2007 or what Bank One Ballpark at that time. Uh, I don't know what it was called back then. But yeah, uh, this is a, this is an OG scheme. I guess kind of time goes on when you compare it to the other El Matador uh, scheme that they're yeah. now. This is kind of bland, but it fits. It's a classic. This really screams yeah. a classic, and it ages well with time. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. This one was uh, very crucial in the um, Carpet Leagues and also got to use this one in the MOD Carpet Leagues if you had that channel because uh, these trucks ran that. This and King Crunch from the year previous. So, yeah, this, this truck's a nostalgic truck when you look at it. I have it on the shelf over there. It's it's a staple definitely in the line. Definitely. Okay. So El Matador, everyone can agree it's a very um, nostalgic, classic, um, must-have piece. So uh, 14 uh wild thing so we just saw wild thing in 2005 make a little appearance in a in a multi-pack i believe a sick pack with that um crimson crusher so this is the same thing as we saw before same body as we saw before in whatever year it was um sadly wild thing never receives a super accurate um toy release spin master was planning on doing it in 2019 uh for whatever reason they also canceled it but it was gonna look pretty cool based off the rendering that the public got to see uh, so sad to see that classic truck never get um, truly accurate. But, you know, Hot Wheels didn't go, you know, it wasn't like the worst tooling in the world, but it also was definitely not the best. Um, I feel like they could have redone it over the years. There's definitely ample time to have done that. But um, there it is on the Big Hub. I don't think there's anything different, again, graphics-wise, from Big Hub to, or small enough to Big Hub. Um, so just a quick little look at it. Um, just a classic. Again, in the world of Moss Trucks, this is a classic. Um, and Tony Farrell, um, God rest his soul, uh, did drive this for a long time. And um, I feel like that would be a great tribute truck if they were to do it in Spin Master again. So that's yeah, uh, a little message to my friends out there. It's been... Um, do this, please. Yeah, I think that would be a perfect one. So there's Wild Thing, Big Hub Edition. Um, so what's kind of weird, I never understood. So I had this as a kid. I always thought it was cool that the windshield was clear. That's not solid black. So that was a nice touch. What's really weird is that Wild Thing is I don't, is not running at this time. Uh, no. Obviously not anywhere near Monster Jam, but Paul Schaefer Motorsports, I don't even think is even using this body. And if they are, they're running it as Oz Monster. So I don't know how Wild Thing gets back in the assortment at this time frame. It <laughs> it doesn't fit in at all, and we don't. Obviously, the newer version of Wild Thing doesn't run for numerous years later with with Doug Charles. So I. I, I, it's nice to have everybody wants it, but 
it just it does not fit in with the time frame here. I, I'm I'm really curious how Wild Thing ends up back in the lineup here. Probably just want to, they probably just wanted yeah. to use the tooling for cost. I guess, but like you need to have permission for it. And Paul Schaefer's outside of like a one-off is nowhere near Monster Jam. Tony Fair has nothing to do with this book at the time. It's so it's kind of the weird. way it works. You sign a contract oh, that contract active. No it. For what I understand, the contract's active until it is done, or for whatever reason, they actually pull a contract, which I don't think has been done either. So, I mean, if Spin Master was going to make it in 2019, that tells you how long that contract was, which is yeah. 20 years or almost 20 years. Well, who signs off on it? Paul Schaefer? How come he doesn't? The original sign owners, uh, if the, I well, guess at that time, it's Paul Schaefer owns everything mm -hmm. Wild Thing. What other independents that – I mean, there's got to be other independents that we've seen, like Crustacean. I know it hasn't been sold or anything, but it's no longer running in Monstrium. However, they still make the trucks. But know? if they're making Wild Thing and Paul Schaefer had to sign off on it, why can't they – why can't we get well, a Monster Patrol in Barefoot? You got – true. You got to remember he did sign off on the name Carolina Crusher for them to use for Gary. And Carolina Crusher, uh, we'll see later on, obviously, you know, Schaefer signed off on. And gave Feld permission to even run the truck to begin with. Yeah. But like we could have had a rampage toy at the same time too. With that logic, it's kind of weird. You know, there, there's independents that give all of their trucks over, and there's independents that just give one at a time. I've learned, and this is probably just a one at a time deal. Um, some independents are really, you know, they don't want everything given over, and some do. Just say, hey, have it, do it. That's what my understanding is. It's not official word, but it's kind of what I got from just being in this kind of inside industry part. So I smell probably foul. was a singular sign off wild thing can be used. And there's a, there's a time limit as to how long it can be used. Monster patrol. I don't know why I really don't. Maybe That's because why Lisa Schaefer had to prove this. And then I, you know, that there could have been something in writing to have something else put together. Like it was only, Oh yeah. Since we have wild thing, let's just keep doing that. Not really, not realizing that Paul Schaefer has like eight other trucks you can make that are all iconic. Well, maybe this one's the only one that was signed off for. And I know Muscle Machine. You know, I, I'm done arguing with this. If you want to learn about, gonna, that's what I was gonna say. Truck, muscle Machines go, had uh, Muscle Machines had the rights. Right. Had the rights for Monster Patrol and Rampage at the time. It, maybe Rampage. I can't remember. Go um, watch Muscle Machines episodes. We're moving yeah. on. So they had the rights already in a different toy form. Maybe that's another conflict of interest. I and don't know how many trucks they canceled every year. You know what? Maybe Tony Farrell signed off on it. You know what? I'm done talking about it's it. It's highly possible. We'll, we'll never know. We'll never know. Prowler, Phil, is so accurate. Prowler, that's to a T perfect. No, it's yeah. not. Yeah. That's the so point. Welcome in uh, to the world of fantasy Hot Wheels Monster Jam trucks again. Prowler, this is a custom scheme, never run. Um, I'm not even sure why it has a white chassis, to be honest. I mean, I get it. It's like a tiger scheme, but it's just like an offensive color to use it's just it's too bright for this truck i, I feel bad for the body it, it, it's just it, everything is not good on this one i didn't, um, I didn't hate this one honestly i mean it's clearly not real but it's just hot wheels taking their spin of a name just like with all these other names that they have that they okay. made a wacky scheme isn't busting loose in here with a radical scheme this year yeah this year sure we're is. going for a lot of weird one i mean look at bulldozer for example like we don't know if that was hot wheels or uh, it makes me believe more so that it was probably hot wheels looking at how many things they do this year yeah just sure. to I mean, be completely honest in this year which is probably why um monster jam never used that scheme and why um spin master probably won't be able to use that same scheme either uh which is fine because i don't want that exact scheme but anyway yeah this prowler scheme um 
I didn't Tyler and I have a difference of opinion. He actually loves this scheme. Um, I, I just feel like it, it's it, it's super basic. Like they just kind of put shapes together in Photoshop or wherever they do their graphics. And yeah, the graphics um, hurt this a lot, but I it's mean, very very basic. Um, also, the white. If you notice, they didn't do a double layer of white, so, so the uh, orange bleeds through, which is just oh well. Um, but yeah, crawler. There it is. Um, this it, one was uh, used at the uh, local fair carpet shows. Definitely, the generic. I don't know. I like this scheme. No, I didn't hate it. I, I like the bright and loud and in your face and makes it. Like so. It wasn't terrible. Right, there it is. Crawler. Uh, someone keeps talking. They keep talking about wild thing. Um, while we switch over, uh, the wild thing that was planned for 164 scale doubles. Um, I can't remember what it was against. I think it was Max. Again, bringing this up. Um, you have to talk to Doug Charles. He still he own he bought everything wild thing for Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer never lets go of anything of his of the properties, but he gave it to Doug. The truck doesn't even run anymore. Yeah, uh, wild thing yeah. that that physical chassis is now running as dysfunctional with Vern House. Uh, you're gonna have to give a call to uh, Doug Charles on that. But hey, a great comment there from Tune Raider. Didn't Aussie Predator run that scheme? A very similar scheme, yes. Yeah. So you guys yeah. don't know about Aussie Predator. Aussie Predator is a, a truck that ran for a long time down in Australia, and it had a very similar cat body to what Alan Pizzo ran. I don't know how they kind of got it or maybe they finagled something, but they ran a truck very similar to this as the Aussie, and the name was Aussie Predator. So it's kind of a cool one. And I'm sure uh, whoever was driving Aussie Predator down there at the time, whether it be like Peter Duffy or whatever, I'm sure they probably signed a couple of these people thinking of Aussie Predator. Yeah, okay. good call. Yeah, it wasn't just the hood though to that body. Well, it don't matter, but yeah, go. Yeah, I don't know. They do some weird stuff down there. For the land yeah, down the hey, gunslinger. All right, so gunslinger. This is its new paint scheme. Uh, we saw that kind of basic yeah. one early in the um, earlier years, which is nice. Uh, so here's the newer one. You'll see this for a few years until then it'll get another change up and then it'll get the slinger change over. Uh, so here it is. If Phil will be kind enough to kind of scroll. Um, so it's got white rims, you know, nice update to the scheme. I honestly, I my knowledge of this truck has dwindled. I'm not sure if this was real. I don't think not. it was a bill. Um, not at the time. I don't think. Okay. The, I think like the yeah, next season would run the scheme. So it's possible it was a Hot Wheels original. Oh, um, undoubtedly Hot Wheels, because Hot Wheels did the uh, the scheme that came out in two thousand nine. So I'm sure okay. Hot Wheels came into this. So Hot Wheels doing another um, on this one. that the independent chooses to run, which is nice. Uh, so here it is, just a, a nice one that will become a real truck at some point uh, next season after this truck's released in two thousand six. Um, RJ, you were saying something? Go no, ahead. just the HUD detail on here is one off from. Um, I don't think a lot of other gunslingers had the. Worn off decal that this one had, uh, but it was it was a good fantasy scheme, and then they took parts of this and made the real scheme. I think not all because the, the hood logo I don't think made it to the real truck. If I'm, if uh, I'm well, I think it did. Well, did maybe it? not for a certain point. I don't know. I don't remember it being on anything but the diecast, but I could be wrong. Hey, so uh, while we talk about this one, there is a variant of this gunslinger. That there was a darker maroon version that came out. Yes, there was. I forgot about that. Um, interest. I don't know why they did it, but um, here is that. 
one. I know one of the old school rumors with this was like this dark version was only found in Walmart, which I mean, I don't think there's really anything today that can prove such. Maybe a later case had a darker version, um, and Walmart had a lot of them, but I mean, I know I had, yeah. I had them, and there was you could def- definitely tell the different color tones of the reds in them, uh from just you know different trucks varied but yeah I yeah this is a real variation not your weird purple <laughs> outline bad news things that doesn't make any uh, sense. i gotta say this i actually really prefer this uh maroon over the other red just gives it a nice contrast to the yellow really cool although the other reds are more accurate so yeah oh, well, that sucks hey we have some fun ones coming up here yeah we All have right. the new so, series i believe right Yes, I believe this actually is our first ever mainline um, thematic or whatever you want to call it function series that Hot Wheels will do over the years. So, undercovers. Um, honestly, a uh, really cool idea. I'm going to give them that. Um, however, it led to like the X-ray series becoming undercovers as well, which I did not agree with. Um, but yeah, undercovers was not a bad idea. Um, honestly, it was actually a really fun idea to be able to take off the bodies. If you're doing like a pit party show when you're a kid, you know, yeah. take off the bodies, have the chassis sitting there, do qualifying with world finals events and stuff. So a really fun idea, honestly, um, one of the better ones that people or the uh, companies have done over time. Um, we've seen the trend away from this in terms of, um, Spinmaster not doing something like this or Hot Wheels, I don't even think does um x-ray trucks anymore with these clips so uh yeah it was a fun one to see fun one to have at the time and i wish that they would have done more however it led to uh one truck getting only an undercovers release which i don't agree with but we'll talk about that in a moment it's actually the teammate to this one uh, but this is nice so you can see this is the 2005 freestyle champion roof variation of bounty hunter i believe this is the debut of this body uh with that decal uh, at least so i think this is i'm not sure if we get to see it normally in this year but um, it's, it becomes the trend of Hot Wheels releasing new things in a thematic line. We'll see this many times in the future with things like mud treads and other things. But um, so there it is. There's Bounty Hunter tilt-offs, or I'm sorry, undercovers. They'll eventually be called tilt-offs. So I'm getting them mixed up. But uh, very fun uh, series to have. So there's that one. Um, RJ, Phil, if you want to talk about your childhood experience with undercovers, tilt-offs. Phil, go ahead. This is what a real training truck looks like. <laughs> this 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 is this rules okay everybody used these for qualifying or for playing with bounty hunter had a crazy freestyle and the body yeah. flies off this yeah. is this is what a real crash truck looks like this it's pretty crazy how this has been done 15 years ago and nobody's gotten anywhere close to knocking this out of the park and it's so simple it's just a body that pops right off it's not even a choking hazard that's how good they got it, it I, I like this concept i wish they would have done a lot more with it uh, as time went on, especially when you get to like some of these other interesting lines that develop, uh, I, I am a little bummed out with maybe some of the trucks they choose. I, I think I've said in the past, I'm a big fan of releasing the truck normally first yeah. and then doing different, like that same version as a, uh, you know, one of these things. So like even that little decal variation of bounty hunter, I don't think we see a regular one with that decal, but I know for sure Scarlet Bandit, we never get that like yeah. normal, but that always drove me insane. Yes, yeah, it drove me insane too. I love these, and it's so cool. Yeah. Like, the inner swap, I know like the future El Toro Loco one, I put on a Gravedigger chassis. You know, I used to call it El Toro Digger. It was kind of fun. 
bounty digger. <laughs> there was a yeah, bounty digger. That was a that was a custom concept running at the local county carpet show. Yeah, definitely. There was a lot of things you could do with these. And for people who couldn't or didn't have the tools to make customs, take you know the riveted bodies off. This gave them an opportunity to like, whoa, we had a wild freestyle. We got damaged. Whoa, we got practice. Whatever, working on the truck. Whatever. It opened the door for a lot of things back then, and it is crazy. Like Phil said, looking back on it, no one's really touched the you know the removable body because anybody can make a damaged body out of a removable body just take it off whoa so good stuff yep yeah so a fun one honestly it would have been interesting to see um them do well then again you would want all the trucks to be kind of undercovers i was going to say it would be interesting to do like half the series each year like this but then you'd be like well i want my overcast gravedigger to do this so you know it's kind of a uh, it would be an interesting way to see if a diecast company would just have done like permanent tilt offs, just to have that realistic quality. But then again, then again, it's not the best for like customizers and stuff. Yeah. So a fun series though, just uh, like Phil said, it has not been topped for a mainline gimmicks yet. And I don't think it ever will be. Honestly, it's a, it's a really classic thing. So there That's it right. is. Mr. Spin Master, you admit Hot Wheels got one right. Ha! Oh, they um, did. A couple this, things right. This one's a couple things, not everything. I'm kidding. Okay, calm down. Calm down. I don't hate me. I like my stuff. <laughs> yeah, you like to antagonize me. Let's keep going. <laughs> Let's move on next, next truck, one. I meant. <laughs> it's an it's an X racers. Talk about X racers. <laughs> okay, X racers. So another new. Uh, Phil's got me all. Phil, uh, church for a moment. Um, X Racers is another new series. Um, so Tilt Offs, like I said, um, kind of shared this thing with X Racers and X Ray trucks in the future, where this also detaches. I'm not sure why they don't display it as such, but as you can see, the back behind the uh, the uh, motor, there's a little clip there, and every single X Ray truck since the beginning of X Racers to the X Ray series come off their chassis as well. Uh, so that kind of started a trend. I'm not sure completely why they did it the way they did it, but that was their choice. Um, this is part of the uh, four originals or so of the X Racers series, uh, or five. The they'll become pretty rare over the over the next couple um, decade or so. So it's pretty cool. So it's nice to have it a uh, clear blue body, the first of its kind. Um, Spin Masters actually also re-debuting x-ray trucks uh in their sheer madness series this year uh and i'm curious to see if they're going to execute it in their own way of just having it screwed onto the body um instead of tilt off um which i assume is probably what they're going to do uh so there it is yeah very nice fun one honestly x-racers and x-ray series have always been one of my absolute favorites of hot Wheels monster jam so i'm super excited to see spin master take it on um and see what they can do with it but there it is one of the original ones uh blue thunder from that original name x-racers uh, which again will change to X-ray uh, in the future. So there's that, and you guys can now drop your opinions. Yeah, that's such a number of years till we see uh, the X-rays come back. So I don't know. Maybe there was a reason for back in 2006 that the cost wasn't very good. Yeah. I'm frozen on that. Screen. You are frozen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm here. I'm sure you can hear me. So, uh, but uh, yeah. That's kind of what I got to say about X racers. I'm a little indifferent about them. I know like 
I would not recommend taking the bodies off of these things because they're so fragile. If you squeeze yeah. too hard, it'll just crack the thing. Uh, maybe that yeah. I'm sure if you're playing in your carpet league, if you're too rough, you will crack the body on these things. Oh, I yeah. Mean, oh, yeah. There was I, have done that. I know our next truck, I slid it slid off the table once, and the old boy was cracked for a good while. So, oh, yeah. uh, my grave diggers always lost headlights. My grave digger lost that little negative space bar in the back at some point. Uh, I had to replace it. I remember that one. Oh, yeah. The, I have I have bodies broke of diggers missing headlights at 50, 50 percent, not a full hundred, as Army Armstrong would say. But, uh, yeah, these were definitely they more damage. But, yeah. I mean, good truck. Yeah, plastic talk body. About, talk about the next truck. I'm going to, like, leave. Give me a second. Okay. All right, Phil. Uh, well, uh, we don't have an next truck because Phil took him with them. Um, so – uh, just like a little, let's just take a little break here and kind of look at the comments. Um, yes. Yeah, so for those who don't know, plastic bodies were being used for X-Racer uh, yep. series because obviously they can't make metal transparent. Um, so thank you, um, uh, Levi. So, you know, I think that X-Ray trucks are awesome. They also propose or present issues such as being very easy to break. Um, which honestly, I guess we'll see how that is executed by Spinmaster. I don't know what um, technology has improved or how they're going to do theirs yet. I'm really intrigued. Um, Mix 17 will have Gravedigger, so I'll have a hands-on experience with that in a couple weeks or so, um, so I can give a kind of an update on um, on that. So with that said, they're also doing plastic bodies with chrome on them to make them actually like mirror reflective, which is awesome, but they're still plastic. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see. Um, honestly, I think uh, throughout this last two years that they've been planning to do this, um, they probably honestly have gotten it down to a pretty safe level. I wouldn't say they're going to propose anything to the, the market, especially kids that could be broken, but these classic ones were very fragile. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. so I, if you have, if, I mean, I assume they made those from the metal molds of the undercover trucks that they had just for saving costs. I'd assume on it, actually. Uh, so, what I've what, what Spin Master at least what I've learned is they're actually different castings. Um, the, the there's like a different um, a mold or whatever that has to be used for metal versus plastic, probably to okay. for. For hot metal, probably heat resistant. Yeah, no, yeah. So, so yeah, they're actually they're actually different. Um, they're actually different castings, which probably was the case for Hot Wheels too, which makes this even more expensive to do do two different um, uh, series like this. But you know, at the time they were swimming in uh, money to do things with, as we've seen. So uh, very cool. You're all talking about losing headlines off of definitely. Yes. So here it is, um, the Grave Digger. Uh, this one also very fun. One of the classics, honestly, the classic one. Blue Thunder was just because of the numbers, but if we had to start with an X Racer, it would oh. definitely be Grave Digger. Um, now, Phil's a little glitchy, unless you're there. Oh, my camera's shot, but I can hear you loud and clear. All right, going to scroll. There we go. So, be a talking logo for the rest of the night. Yes. So, this one's very cool. Um, you know, they could have done, honestly, uh, like a green, they could have done yeah. a dark. They could have done it like a super dark gray tint, but they went with this almost clear uh, Lexan color for um, Grave Digger. And I really enjoy, um, you know, the way they did it. Okay, there's another fill. We're going to add a, another fill to the stream. There he is. Uh, hello, Phil. Um, yeah, I do, Phil. 
All right, let's go. Does it sound Does it sound crazy? Yeah, let's uh, let's fix that. There we go. Um, <laughs> All right. They'll turn off your sound on something so that we can good, save your Carry on, Ryan. Carry on. What I was getting to was the fact that that little negative space bar behind the uh, little clip broke off on my Gravedigger uh, because of how fragile, unfortunately, these early plastic bodies are. And especially if you leave them in direct sunlight or heat, um, they'll become even more brittle and they will break. Um, so just a word of caution for our collectors out there, they will break. Um, uh, but this was a nice one to have. And I'm, RJ already is explaining he has memories with his. Um, definitely a memorable series and a memorable truck if you had Gravedigger at the time. So RJ, please feel free to continue on. Uh, I mean, it was just, it was a, a truck that broke. Been, truck that broke. Uh, it was, it was a good truck to have. I found mine in the summer, so it was a, like you said, when it, when it heated up, it definitely changed the plastic in it because it's uh, mine, the roof got a little, a little melted one summer. I remember I was like, okay, not gonna have these outside very long anymore, but a great truck. Uh, when I think of this series, this is the first truck I think of. How do I sound now? Good. It, it's working. Okay. I, I I I was trying. I had to mute one side and the other side. To make, uh, make you're the you're a little you're a little quiet, Phil. I'm quiet. I'm in the studio. I'm problem in the studio. So good. Okay, I'm as loud as I can be on my cellular device here. I'm gonna move on to the next truck. <laughs> Okay, this, this is gold, folks. Go ahead. What, what's the next truck we got here? Can't see oh, it. That was wonderful. Blacksmith. <laughs> Blacksmith's back yet again. We just talked about this one last time. Um, so not much else to say on it. It's that newer scheme that they debuted. Um, my favorite of the Blacksmith schemes, and I missed this truck. That's about all to say about Blacksmith. Phil, didn't this paint scheme debut when Pablo got second to Dennis? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, boys, I'm going down faster than the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw one at you, see if you can remember what oh, hey, you're thinking here. Episode 11. Is everybody fine here? Like, yeah, we're good. Okay. I'm the next truck. Am I still frozen? No. No, you're good. Keep going. Next truck. You're good. We're moving on to the next one. Another undercovers. I don't know what one yet, but I can see the logo. Uh, Blue Thunder. <laughs> okay, so Blue Thunder, uh, nice to see. Um, nothing else to talk about besides the fact that it's an undercovers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, if anything, the Carpet League had an alternate, it had the second Blue Thunder driver with an undercover instead of a regular finish or x-ray. So they the Blue Thunder fleet on the carpets were growing in droves like the Gravedigger uh, team at this time. Yeah. So there it is. Nice one. Nice paint color. Always was nice for Blue Thunder. Yep. That's all I got to say. Yep. 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 On to the next yep. one. So this one's interesting. Uh, hopefully you guys point this out when it loads. It's Grave Digger Undercovers. Uh, so here it is. Um, they had to shorten the tool on this a little bit. On the back. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. It's a little stubby. <laughs> Too sharp. Yeah, I remember these. It's, 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 it's really. It, it really is hilarious looking back at it now. Yeah. Um, which makes me believe that Spinmaster probably is not 
uh, using uh, a tilt off because their does their tooling's not modified. Um, so anyway, yeah, it was it was an interesting looking thing. Um, this was like the already pre-crunch digger when they did a wheel stand to pass vertical and cut the back end off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So this, it's race used. Yeah, it's the it's the <laughs> post show digger already post show. Yeah. Cut the half back. Next the half. up for these undercovers, we're just gonna go real quickly through them. Besides, besides that one because it had a little bit of modification. Yeah. But um, Phil, next up. I'm running hot, boys. That's why we're <laughs> going slow. <laughs> It's this ain't this nice day. On. Been a day. Nice if anyone's been on the phone with me like all day with like all the other stuff going on, today's been a day. Like, yeah, Monstra Collecting got a UK group. Oh my no, going. that's no. We have nothing to do with that group. And it's changed. It's seceded okay. from Monster Truck Collecting. Now it's Monster Truck Collecting UK. No, that's not real. Okay, uh, I'm <laughs> really this monster might you see the previous year. Here it is again. Then let's skip it. Keep going. Yeah, keep going. All right, here's something you can talk about. What, what's 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 we talking about? There we go. Busting loose. Nice one to actually oh, continue yeah, off. Of. This one's a good one. So we can. Still melting down here, boys. Or oh, everyone talking to the guys I'm talking to, but everyone, audience, everyone. This was again, you know, another name they Hot Wheels got, and they're like, all right, we're gonna do something wild with it, and this is what they they made up. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm yeah. waiting for him to go down. There we go. It's got, goodness, uh, handcuffs or something? Jackals or something on no, it? No, they're just chains. Busting loose of the chains, yeah. I knew there were nothing. No, I mean, of all the redesigns, this is one of my favorites just because of, um, you know, it's not too over the top, but it's also very effective in telling the story of the truck, kind of. I loved it. Yeah. It was, one it was of always my one of my favorite redesigns. Yeah, so obviously the real truck never ran this design. You know, Bustin' Loose is still running today, uh, but right. it doesn't look anywhere like this. Um, I, I don't think it ever had intention of running like this. So kind of an interesting one to have. It is a couple of years removed since we do see a Busting Loose. Is so, this a last Bustin' Loose? What's that? Isn't this the last bust and loose? Yeah, this is, and this is the last time we see it. So it's not yeah. like this gets like some of the other concepts, like American Dream, we see a, a lot, but not bust and loose. And it's kind of an odd one. And it's especially if you know like Ron Nelson, he's kind of like the cowboy type. This is yeah. not the image of bust and loose in slightest. <laughs> yeah, this is like the. Yeah, I don't. It's just bright. I mean, I liked it. I, don't get me wrong. It was on the tour of the carpet. But uh, yeah, it was like. Eh. You know, didn't fit. The yeah, truck. still a good truck. Carry on, boys, if you want to. What? Um. Or Ryan can talk about it. Sorry, I just saw someone uh, get in our collecting group. Joey Joey Miller got six of these. I have no idea how he got them. Anyway, that's what shocked me for the night. Uh, Today, blue thunder. Um, here's a, here's a regular blue thunder. Let's let it load. Uh, this Blue Thunder says built. Oh no, it doesn't say Bill Ford Tough, which is super weird because we saw the undercovers in the X-ray. They do they're they're built for Tough Blue Thunders. This is not. Again, just a I don't know. I mean, it's another Blue Thunder in the team of Carpet League trucks, but we we've already seen this scheme before. Yeah. Um, so next up, working on it, son. All right. Uh, <laughs> Studio. 
No, there ain't no noises coming in. Oh, no, I got a pinwheel. Guys, this is... He's got a pinwheel. Come on, it's Phil. Pinwheel? It's Predator Undercovers. Quick. No, they didn't make one of them, did they? Yeah, we're here. Phil, is it all because we waited uh, two weeks to come back? Your computer wasn't ready? It was, it was, no, I don't even use... <laughs> like It's like hitting the gym after I like six months. I don't even use the computer for the other podcast I do, the, the Outlaws of the West. Because it, it's more important than us, Ryan, but it's okay. Keep going, Phil. Dude, this is I thought I could do one show with this. Now I can't. Okay, here's Predator uh, <laughs> Undercovers. Yeah, I remember. Uh, Predator. Uh, there it is yet again. Um, just an Undercovers, so... That's it. That's all I got to say. I don't know. It's cool. I mean, you know, for yeah, some reason, yeah. I don't remember having this as a kid. I, I'm sure I do, but I just don't yeah. remember having this one. I don't remember it either, but I remember it. I don't remember it, but I remember it. But uh, yeah. I remember one, having it because of the blue cast scene. I would swap things onto it. Yeah. So um, next up. The only reason I'm rushing is because Phil's computer is going to literally catch no, on fire. No, fine. And... Everything's fine. Okay. Call in the fire department. Get, get us. is fine. Here's a weird one. Next up, 27, another X Racer. Uh, one of the ones that is really hard to find uh, because yeah. you can't search Hot Wheels Monster Truck on eBay without getting results for every Hot Wheels Monster Truck ever. So this is really hard to sift through. Um, I would recommend doing search terms with the year and the number. That's how I found mine. Um, but they're really hard to come by because they're hidden in a sea of thousands upon thousands upon thousands of search results. So um, nonetheless, a very fun one, um, very hard one to catch loose because uh, it is really tinted. So it looks a lot like it's um, its counterpart of the Tilt-Off series, which is just a black body, which is very close to the tint color. Um, if Phil will scroll in a second, you'll see the kind of tint. Hey, uh, Ryan, you should probably start streaming. I, I knew that was coming. All right. Um, <laughs> let me get prepared here for a moment. Um, I don't know. Would you talk about how this no. doesn't fire department. Let me just grab a new window. Get fire alarm on. God, I'll plug it. Ryan, got to start streaming. Oh, no. Get the fire extinguisher. down. Kill the alarm. He's going down. <laughs> I'm going down. That's it. It's over. <laughs> okay, Phil. Let me have permission to do this. Oh, I gotta go on this, don't I? All right. Goodness, you do. All right, here we go. <laughs> um. Okay. All right. I'm in charge now. I'm the captain. Um, <laughs> boy. I can feel that. I can a little faster than usual. So, X-rays for Hot Wheels. As I was saying. Um, so here's the tint I'm talking about, or actually can't really see it here. Um, by the way, also, so we're seeing a weird thing happen. Uh, we just saw that gold Hot Wheels scheme, which is the new one, but they're actually reverting back to that orange scheme for this release. No idea why. The only reason I actually noticed that is because the tailgate says the world's coolest car company, which was the previous slogan that they were using. So, uh, there's that and there's the front, there's the tint. So if you want to, um, argue how to find this, honestly, it's really, really difficult. Um, if you look at this in an eBay photo, which usually you can't see anything in eBay photos, uh, you'll probably 99% of the time think this is just a normal Hot Wheels tilt off, um, because you can't really see through it, but, um, your best bet would be in a better lighting scenario to look for, uh, this, this little like circle with the line, um, in a better lighting photo also you would see this better, but, uh, that or this orange sticking through really, um, hard to do, uh, hard to find. So yeah. 
There's X Racers Hot Wheels. Um, RJ and Phil, go ahead if you want to talk about it. Uh, no, it's a good truck. Uh, I'm glad I had it. Um, it. It was odd to me that they reverted back to uh, the past, and it's still yeah. late, but they, that's what they did. So good truck. Well, we completely lost Phil, so we're going to continue on RJ and I on our I journey. Agree, I agree. <laughs> he agrees. He agrees. He wants me to leave. Number, uh, number, number 28, Shockwave. Um, as you can see there, I believe. Good shot. Uh, real life photo there. So uh, Shockwave, a new independent joining the, uh, the little thing that we're having here with all these new independents joining in. So um, Phil would be the one to fill you in on all the information that I don't know in my brain. Can you kind hear of... static on my end? No, I do not. Um, okay, so Shockwave, um, not a basic scheme in terms of like it being super complicated because there's tons of sponsors, but at the core level, it's a really cool, um, just a nice scheme to look at. So you can see a bunch of different uh, sponsors here and things. Uh, on the truck, no grill printing or anything, but you just got tons of stuff everywhere. Honestly, I, um, does that say "fat guys rule" on the the hood there? Yes, it does. Uh, it's Phil Brockman, a very large guy. All right, so uh, okay, um, Phil, please tell everyone about Shockwave because I have no idea. Okay, well, I talk about Shockwave. Can you leave the room and? Oh, wait, no, you can't because you're streaming. Okay, I hear static. That's what. Um, Anyways, yeah, so Shockwave, very interesting. It's a one-of-a-kind edit, or uh, truck, and, uh, <laughs> guys, I'm going down in steam. I can't, <laughs> Phil, I can't what are you saying? Tonight's, tonight's not my night. Okay, Shockwave, very unique truck. Can <laughs> <laughs> take a break here? <laughs> my phone is, like, on fire right now. This is insane. I don't know. What does that even mean, Robert? Okay. Um, so um, Shockwave is the independent out of uh, New Jersey. It's still running today with uh, – it's a son and daughter team now. It's Billy Brockman and Jessica Brockman with Shockwave and Be Aware. This is pretty interesting. We don't see this truck any other time. And it's pretty wild if you go back to that tailgate and you can see all the sponsors they have on there. It's pretty wild. Uh, yeah, hold on, let me get back to that tailgate. I forgot you're not the one in charge. Here you go. Yeah, that's there's a lot of people that signed up for that. RJ, get back in here. There, golly, finally got me in here. I didn't notice you was here in the waiting room. Now Phil's gone again. What? what? Oh, no, I'm in control. Um, Phil. Okay, last stop in Shockwave before we move on. I liked it. It was one of my favorite tracks of that year. Yeah. Yep. All right, 29. Next up, Jurassic Attack. Uh, we've already seen this one before. Actually, fun fact, everyone probably knows this already. Jurassic Attack just came back to real life um, this yes, weekend. Yeah, in Utah. Phil, we can hear kind of your commentary on, in the slightest. Phil, just yell and... Yes, thumbs up. That. I'm trying to restart my computer. So oh, it's probably never going to happen. I think it's done. Uh, so Jurassic Attack, nothing to talk about really with it because we've already seen it. But this one is interesting. This is a new independent um, so arachnophobia, real life, I believe, truck that had this scheme. Um, I'm gonna yeah. say. Only reason yeah, I'm skeptical so about that for a second was because the rendering. They use real life pictures, but um, here's arachnophobia. I think if I had to guess, they probably uh, took a picture of the truck's airbrushing and just photoshopped it because that looks like a picture of a truck. Probably. Um, yeah. There's that. There's some tail lights, no front print, but a nice spiderweb with a, a black widow on the uh, the hood there. We will yeah. see I mean, this return in a nice 
Sorry, go ahead. No, nothing. I was just going to say it was kind of accurate, tour accurate to a point, but uh, more Photoshop, like you said, but still good for what they were working with. Hey, can I tell yeah. a story about this truck? Yes, if please. You can tell a story without your computer completely blowing up. Okay, please, yeah. so this is the one truck I could never find when I was young. Oh, really? Looking around, like this is like the one truck I don't have in 2006. And like I can never find it. I only just got it loose like last year in 2020. I just could never find this arachnophobia. So so weird. I don't I don't know why. It took me a long time to find Cadillac Arrest too, and I found it at like a random Walmart met like a year or two later, but can never find arachnophobia. So uh yes, yeah, I think it's a cool one. We never we never get this arachnophobia again. We see a much stranger one many years later. Uh but yeah, I was going to say that, but Phil stole my thunder here. Um, Sorry. Phil, I'm going to spite your computer. It's going to fall apart. Uh, next up, number 30. Uh, oh, no, what's number 31. We just saw this one, I believe, last year as well. Uh, yet again, War Wizard. Uh, Tyler Ramirez is joining us tonight in the chat live. Uh, he just drew an amazing and inc really incredible um, version of this in uh, Christmas format. So if you guys haven't checked it out yet, Savage One Customs on Instagram, go check out his artwork of it. It's insane. Um, but nothing to talk about with that. Same thing. We're just going to keep speeding right through here. Uh, Superman, yet again, same body as last year. Um, just that classic, you know, Chad Fortune time. Really cool. Um, number 33, also saw it last year debut, uh, Brutus. Another um, re-release. Is that... Is this here something on the truck? I don't, I don't recall that being there. I don't know what that is. It looks like it is something. Um, anyway, it's no. like a yellow spot. Yeah, oh, it is. I can see it right here. That I, I feel like that detail just appeared. I, I've never seen that on mine. Maybe I just um, have not seen Brutus in a while. So there's Brutus, uh, 34, another, geez, Batman. We're on a roll here. Um, yep. Same thing as last year's and previous yep. years. And finally, something new, um, which is yet another variation uh, edition of Avenger. Um, so uh, this one's going to be pretty interesting to look at. Uh, Phil's back yet again, kind of. Um, so here's the orange Avenger. Um, what world finals would this be? Uh, I'm not good with them. World final six? 2005, six? That would be six, right? Um, you know what? I have no idea. Uh, so someone help me out. Um, here it is, World Finals. No, it was four. Goodness, I don't remember. But I think it was four. Four. Oh, then we're really, they're just they're just delaying this. Then okay. Um, so here is the uh, roof here, top view of it. Um, you can see here. Obviously, he won a championship, which was really cool. And then they have that hood scoop thing, which no one really knows why it's there. But um, here's the quick look around at Avenger Orange. Um, which hopefully one day Spinmaster will also re-execute, I think, not because they did a bad job, just the new tooling would do a lot of justice to it, kind of yeah. without that back part cut out, but oh well. Um, so here it is. The, uh, the, one of the, I think this was the pioneer of, um, of Avenger schemes, right? For yeah, I think that was the first uh, World Finals scheme that they made. The Mad Scientist may know, but, but yeah. yeah. The you know, Polar never ran like a World Finals scheme. Outside so, of we, uh, uh, we couldn't the, understand uh, anything you said, Phil. The orange was the first World Finals scheme. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so it, it gets a toy here. 
it gets it a couple years after the fact. So he runs that orange scheme in 2004. So when he's defending his world championship. Yeah. Uh, so we get it a couple years later. It's it's obviously nice to have, and I know we'll definitely talk about in many uh, other facets, other world final schemes, and obviously the one that came after it. We never get in toy form, that I'm sure we'll talk about at some time. Hmm. Yes, we will. Um, so then again, the variation, which has no hood scoop. I'm on um, a different laptop, by the way, so we're we're good to go. Well, I'm not going to run, but you, I'm here. Uh, well, 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 for the sake of hoping that never happens, we'll just finish up with this. Um, so 36, American Guardian. Or, I'm sorry, American Dream. American uh, Dream. Undercovers. So here it is. Um, like I said, nothing really has ever changed on these schemes, so it's the same thing, uh, as you can see there. So pretty cool. Yeah. The rendering is interesting for American Dream. It has like a ton of stars, but on the real truck, it stops inside of the flag. But these go beyond the flag. Um, I noticed that. So there's a little fun fact. Uh, so there's that. Uh, number 37. Uh, so the reason why I was saying it's so hard to find the undercovers, I'm sorry, the X-Racers Hot Wheels, is because they also chose to do that orange, old orange scheme for their undercovers. So, I mean, if you want to tell me that it's going to be interesting or easy to differentiate these two, it's not. They are very similar from the top view so there's that um i'll slow down if phil and them want to talk about or rj want to talk about the uh, american dream and the hot wheels but probably not much american dream was just a new undercover that's about it on that and then this one you only knew the difference in bodies uh if you had these open by was one cracked or not yeah it's kind of weird how you know, we were going like we're kind of going fast at this point. I know it's because my computer was, you know, about ready to call fire department, but it's, it's also it's also many cases at the end of this line where it's like we got so many new stuff to start, and now it's like it's that same truck, but now it's under covers. So yeah. it, it's kind of weird. It's almost like a catch me up at that point. I know there are there are new trucks to be had here, but it's kind of like. Here's just kind of the collection of goofy variants that you may or may not want to begin with. So it's like the second half of the year. It's like Hot Wheels is like, okay, save your money. <laughs> you know? You're not wrong. <laughs> Phil, this one's for you, Phil. <laughs> this is fine. Oh, we made that. <laughs> that anger made that. That was uh, Jam Customs Official. Oh hey, my God. It's work right <laughs> there. It's work right there. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, this is Taylor. This congratulations, guys. Go ahead. What's the next one? We're back. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I'm in charge. I forgot. Yeah, um, right. He's in charge of cooking and the ship now. Something like that. Um, See, this one was a cool one. I thought. Yeah, this was an interesting one. So, an independent grabbing uh, an X Racer spot. Um, I don't think. I don't think there's any other independents. I could be wrong, though. We'll probably come to one. Um, so here's well, Airborne Ranger. Honestly, I could not tell you why they chose this, like, um, I don't know, dandelion or a yellow-orange color for the chassis. It's so just not attractive at all. Um, but there it is. It just was a weird color to use. But um, you can see it's got that gray tint um, X-Racer color again, just like Hot Wheels had, just a little lighter for Grave Digger, but similar to it as well. Uh, so there's that. Uh, we did see this scheme, which is a custom concept scheme by Hot Wheels um, last year as well with the normal release. 
Um, so there it is, Airborne Ranger. I do recall putting um, Blue Thunder for whatever reason on this chassis when I was younger. So there's a little story for that one. But um, anyway, uh, if you guys have some own, your own stories, go ahead. Um, I remember getting this truck from the Monster Jam Superstore many moons ago. Oh, nice. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I thought this was always kind of weird if you want to scroll up to a side shot just to get a, get a better perspective. Um, Mr. Ryan Alvin, OCD. Yes, uh, sorry, I had a message. Yep. Make a fun of me still in the background. No, I was actually reading something else. What was it? Oh, okay. Just go, yeah. Uh, I always thought it was kind of weird, the, the yellow chassis choice, I guess, because this is a black body truck. They wanted to make it pop a little more, but like the yellow was just very weird. And you don't see anywhere, like the chassis you color anywhere close to anything Airborne Ranger related for the many other Airborne Rangers that come out. So, and, and you know, this is a black body, but because of that yellow, I always consider this body to be brown. I don't know if it's just me or I, I feel like it leans more brown than black. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, like, okay. it's, like a de it's like a desert version of a soldier's fortune now, which we maybe or may not be getting in the future. Uh, it's kind of like that, maybe a spin on Airborne Ranger, I guess. Back then, it is the year 2006. So. Mm -hmm. All right, so there it is, Airborne Ranger, um, another undercovers. So this is where I kind of learned something as a kid, and no one probably noticed it until now, but you might notice that the undercovers graphics are very desaturated. Um, if you compare, if someone has both on hand um, at home right now, if you want to compare them, between a normal Grim uh, Gravedigger release and the undercovers, you'll notice the red is like pink and the purples are like almost invisible. Mm -hmm. No idea why. No idea why the colors are so desaturated. Also, check out that really cool rendering of Gravedigger. Uh, honestly, this scheme would look really cool had they not wanted to replace the regular Gravedigger scheme with it. Just yeah. a really cool one that I really hope um, at some point either Spin Master or someone comes back and and um, and uses it. Maybe even for the 40th anniversary, would be nice to see. But yeah, that desaturation in the colors was really odd. I just noticed as a kid because I always had everything lined up together. Um, but that's maybe something you never noticed. So there's Grim Gravedigger yet again returning. Um, like we had discussed a couple podcasts ago, they started to use the chrome body for whatever reason more often than the black body with this scheme. But in this case, it does get a black edition of it again with that nice um, render slash realistic photo. So if anyone has some stuff to talk about before we move on, go ahead. This is the last time we see this scheme on a black uh, body. Okay. We'll see the scheme so many more times, and you know we'll see that truck very shortly. But uh, this, again, we've talked about this scheme in length in the 2004 episode. Very unique and kind of an interesting choice. It's like they got that Grave Digger undercover. Let's make every scheme. It's pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there it is. They got the body for it. They might as well do it. Yeah. Uh, just a quick one to skip through. Predator is here, number 40. Uh, we just saw it in uh, undercover format as well. Number is 41. Oh, is that Predator come out in 2005 as well? It, it did. It did, I okay. believe. In, yeah. Uh, right. Number 41, I think we already saw as well. Uh, Inger Management is back again. Um, so just a quick look if you missed it last time we saw it. There it is. So nice to see it again. And then 42, Bounty Hunter. Um, I... I believe, yeah, Phil, you're right. So for whatever reason, the same year this comes out, the Undercovers one comes out, but the Undercovers one is updated more with the 2005 championship. 
yeah. that's got to really grind some gears out there of completists. It's, it's like open the file. You yeah. got the logo. Just uh, come on. Yeah. And at the time, you'll notice uh, they're starting to switch over to this new scheme. So this and is not on the toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they're they're here. And, Weren't you and, just praising them earlier with the undercovers and now rolling right down the hill here? Yeah. So here's that new logo, which we will also see even in still modern Monster Jam events. They still use this logo instead of the one that the truck is currently using. So this begins that whole escapade. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's still used today, yeah. Yep. And then we have uh, just another one of these guys here. Actually, a super chrome edition. They, they really polished this one up here, the Zamac, but uh, there's Grim on the so chrome this is the version of the Grim everybody knows and loves, the Gravedigger Grim with yeah. the chrome, because you see this made probably for the next five or six years in some capacity. Yep. And um, next up, <laughs> next up is Pouncer for whatever reason gets it undercover as well. Uh, what the heck is that? But why don't we get a Ooh, no, 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 render? Look at that render. The render, Phil. The rendering. Is that a front engine truck? That is the worst rendering I've ever seen. <laughs> no, there's no reason for these renderings because you used one. <laughs> Three numbers prior for the other pouncer. So we have to make another one for them to cover, though. You have it. Look at that. You have it. Did you lose the file? Well, I mean, it. Oh my goodness. I mean, there's no need to make another one, especially with something looking like this. It's like, okay, all the undercovers need to be on El Toro Loco, driven by Chuck Warner. That makes who, no sense. Who approved it? Oh my lord! Who, who in the right mind? So, I know everybody's all talking over each other here. There's a great thread that Jason Twite put up in the Monster Truck Collecting Facebook yeah. group. I want to say about a month ago, and it, 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 he focuses on the rev tread and super speedster packages, and looking at the renders on there will make this look like something Neil Vandenberg designed. It, it's pretty outstanding, but this. This doesn't make any sense. Again, yeah. why do you need to do this if you already did it earlier in the year? It's like did the, the other guy leave and took the thumb drive with the floppy disk with him. Like it's 2006. I'm sure he had a floppy disk. picture from this arena somewhere at a show. Let's throw it on a pouncer body. Yeah. Right, it only gets weirder, folks. It's it oh, going to wow. get weirder here. Don't worry. We're almost done. Yeah. Um, so uh, another one I just don't understand. So this pink Scarlet Bandit, we wait a whole year to get it because last year we could have got it when they started Bounty Hunter, but we didn't. Um, and then we never, ever receive it in a normal non-tilt-offs form. That as a, I noticed that as a kid, I was upset beyond belief because I was waiting for the Scarlet Bandit scheme to come out because it was the one I was seeing on TV at the time. Never did come out normally. Um, such a shame. Also, I'm not sure why the rendering... Uh, anyway, the rendering's also done weird... But yeah, there's the only time we ever received this uh, Scarlet Bandit this way. Um, an awesome scheme, a classic one really as well. Um, but it's such a waste because they never uh, never do it normally. So there's that. Yeah. Um, Somebody let this ahead, one slide. The previous year, we got a Scarlet Bandit on the Nitro Machine tooling. Yeah. And guess what? You're going to see some four packs and that thing's still seen in there. I yeah, I don't know why. Is, when we could talk about 2007, there, there's a very rare variation. But they never come back and do this. I don't understand. 
it, yeah, it's a, it, everybody had that, right? What's that? I said that I was just confirming what you said because the next Scarlet Bandit didn't come out till 08, right? No, we get we get the new Scarlet Bandit next in 2007, but there's a there's a rare it? variation that we'll talk about 2007, right? 2007? Yeah. 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 Well, we'll talk about that the next episode, yeah. but Ryan already aired the grievances. This is just a very poor mistake that we, this should have been made 2005 and then this should be like the re-release. All righty. So, um, right along, this is a classic, um, one of the, well, what was a Holy Grail, then yep. Spin Master came out with like a billion green ghosts, but um, yeah, time, one of my favorites. Uh, Pre-October 2019, this was um, the buzz of, you know, it was the talk of the town for gravedigger collectors and collectors in general. Most people knew that uh, Green Ghost Gravedigger was sought after. Uh, Green Ghost Gravedigger was kindly given um, the position of undercovers and of a normal release. Um, I remember getting this one at Target with my father um, very vividly, getting both editions. Um, so, yeah, this is a fun one. Um, as you can see, there's the real-life Green Ghost. Um, obviously, it doesn't quite look like this. It kind of has a different mountain, uh, which is something that Spin Master will eventually correct in their secondary edition of Green Ghost, but that's later in the years. Um, it was nice to have. Honestly, at the time, um, I remember seeing a scheme on, on TV. It was a really big deal in the community at the time. Um, which I wasn't part of, but I do recall on YouTube a lot of stuff. So, yeah, it was a nice one. However, I never understood why um, – it's hard to get a good picture of it uh, – why they kind of uh, – Yeah, <laughs> I never understood that either. Yeah, I would probably estimate it's to do the wrapping correctly. It would probably wrinkle up here. Yeah. But, yeah, it was an ugly um, cut here. So Spin Master eventually does great justice to this scheme by fully wrapping the hood the way it's supposed to be. Um, which will eventually be a correction in the future. But yeah, Green Ghost, I mean, it wasn't that bad for its time. Uh, but this is the Tilt-Offs edition, so it's slightly less saturated. You'll see that change in a moment here. Um, with, well, I'm not sure quite why. <laughs> you know, Brian, at the time, at 2006, he was naming things kind of weird. So he just called it Gravedigger Special, but it's just Gravedigger Green Ghost. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that eventually. Uh, so you can see here is uh, grave, uh, grave Digger Green Ghost with the more saturated color, so you can see the yeah. detail better. Uh, this is the, uh, we call it the render accurate. As I mentioned, the mouth is kind of like this really wide mouth uh, Green Ghost. The real one had slightly uh, more of a frown like the real mountain usually does. Um, so yeah, there it is. You can see that same weird whatever is going on here happening. Yeah, it's probably because the wrap would have wrinkled up very badly there. Yeah. But it just, I mean, growing up, I was, that always annoyed me too. Yeah, so, uh, but undoubtedly a classic. Um, oh, yeah. Even though Spin Master came back with their newer edition, it's still uh, a staple of the original um, release. I mean, there's nothing really to complain about here as, as, a, as a, you know, a trailblazer of, like, special Gravedigger schemes, really, that were a real-life run. Um, I don't think up to this point we've had, uh, besides 20th anniversary, anything that was a real-life scheme... Yeah. Um, like a special edition run into the toy line. So this is the second time, which is really nice. But um, yeah, this is my favorite Gravedigger scheme that really ran. This should be Gravedigger's primary scheme. Yeah. Uh, this is super cool. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I don't know what the reasoning was that this only ran in one season. Uh, or excuse me, two. Like there was like a couple that made it to 2007. But. Yeah, well, it did make it to the 25th anniversary. Um, they had that 
for a very, very limited time, that badge on it. Um, so yes, it came out two years in a row, but it did eventually. I don't fade know why off. it didn't run more. This should this 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 should have been great. Well, well yeah. if you look at the feedback at the time in archives and stuff and old sites and just people who were there at the time, which I I've, I've gathered through the for the last two years posting Green Ghost, uh, it wasn't very popular. People were upset that they changed Gravedigger's scheme which to be crazy. Oh, yeah different. Um, we look back at it with a retrospective point of view, uh, with a nostalgic point of view, as especially. So it kind of um, bumps it up in terms of our, our way about feeling about it. So at the time, people were like, "What have you done? Why have you changed Gravedigger? Don't do this." Um, but now we look back at it like, "Oh my God, that was an awesome scheme!" And we have like Fire and Ice Gravedigger, and we have all these zombie things and all these different things going on, Overcast, and you know, a billion different things. But at the time, they weren't doing that. This was not something you just did, like you change the Gravedigger scheme or you make a fire edition or you make a, an ice edition. So this was like a special thing. It's kind of like a test of the water. And uh, at the time, it, it really backfired. They, they, the people spoke and they didn't like it. So uh, I think that's a main reason. I think I talked to Neil Vandenberg about this is how I know all this information that the, the, the community did not approve of it. Um, so it was just, you know, it just, they went with what they, they felt was best, which was reverting back to the, the Purple Mountain. But I totally agree. Um, this should have been and should still be part of the fleet, whether it's the permanent scheme. I would still err on the side of caution of changing that or just a regular scheme to have along with it. Um, honestly, it, it, it is um, a well, by this point in time with Spin Master's major releases of it, it's a very well-known household name now. If anyone didn't know about it at the time, they know about it now because they had the 124, the Reveal the Steel, five pack, um, and soon to be more, I'm sure, coming out. Um, and seeing them do Green Ghost more than other special edition paint schemes kind of makes me agree with Phil here that they should at some point yeah. kind of, um, mix this into the fleet because it is slowly becoming more and more used. And like most things, I think if they're going to use in the toy line this much as the, the, the way they have, it should definitely be a real life truck so that the kids can recognize it on TV, which in more in, in turn, it sells more units. So that's also another a marketing move. So yes, Phil, I do agree. But as a permanent, like the only scheme of Gravedigger, I, I would still at this point in time, even now, still say probably not a great idea. Um, but you know, it, oh, it, I guess so. GD20 is top of the top five. Yeah, not, yeah. Not that it's a bad five scheme. Gravedigger schemes and Gravediggers only had like five schemes. <laughs> it, yeah, well, not not that it's a bad scheme. It's an awesome scheme, but um, I just I don't think it should ever replace the classic. Um, I, I, when they're I, bringing it back so many so many times in play sets and stuff, it's almost leaning that way. We have an anniversary coming up. There's endless options of using it. Exactly, I, I totally agree. They should honestly for 40th anniversary Gravedigger. If there is no draft yet for it, I'm sure there probably is if they're going to do one. It should be Green Ghost. No doubt about that. It should mix in other pieces of other grape diggers, not like a reckless, but, uh, you know, kind of like do different things. The roof can be different, but the mountain should definitely be Green Ghost. I think that would pay huge homage to that scheme. Uh, and it would help, again, those units on shelves right now, Green Ghost yeah, move even faster, but they move on their own. Green Ghost is just so sought after for you know, for the reasons that it is. Um, so anyway, on to modern day monster or the old monster jam instead of modern day monster jam. Uh, our last, I believe, let me check before I say that. Um, no, not our last. 
our second to last one of the X-Racer series, which is a really cool one as well, um, Superman. Uh, so there's a blue plastic edition of it, uh, same one as Blue Thunder. The color is, uh, as, as the colors go, Blue Thunder had the same color. Um, so there's the cape there. Honestly, probably not the best one to use because the cape, um, well, never mind. I guess you can't really see anything in the bed. Well, it's kind of creative of to it is. Of the cape, but it's also maybe not the best because of the cape. So it's a double-edged yeah. sword. Yeah. However, at the time, and I know now if it was done modern day, I'm sure they would have done it this way. They should have done the cape clear. I mean, it's plastic. Yeah, made it like a removable, we'll, we'll talk about. Yeah. So there is uh, Superman. I'm sorry if anyone has an opinion, by the way. Go ahead. Yeah, Okay. And uh, I, I misspoke when I said there's one independent. I knew there was another one. I couldn't remember who it was. Yes, it uh, Destroyer joining in hard here. Hard to find one, I think. I yes, it is hard to find. It was hard to find at the time. Um, and here it is with a red plastic body. Um, awesome truck. I mean, it, like we've talked about when Destroyer first was announced in the toy line, um, it is a staple. It is a household name. It is one of the ones you'll see a lot saturated in the toy line. So I, I'm totally fine with Destroyer being chosen as one of two independents. Airborne Ranger, honestly, I don't feel like that was the most deserving truck uh, to get something like this kind of special release, but this one totally deserved it, and uh, I, I really loved it. So um, go ahead, guys, if you have your opinions. Uh, no, I liked it. Uh, the awareness of it makes me glad I have one in my collection. Uh, very, It was a good truck to see in the line. Definitely with so many corporate trucks at the time. Yep. All right. And our last one um, of the Undercover series for another whatever reason they did this, uh, Live Wire with that custom Hot Wheels Monster Jam paint scheme that they gave it. Nothing to talk about with it. It's just another uh, tilt-offs that they had uh, accomplished. So there is number 50, which will wrap up, uh, not this podcast, but will wrap up the singles. And we're going to get tossed well, into... Hold on. The, uh, let's, hey, let's, let's get the focus on the Okay. That was, a, that was 50 out of 50. I don't think we we skipped a number, did we? Uh, are you saying that because you know we skipped a number, or we didn't? No, I don't think so. I don't think we skipped a number, which is super okay. cool. Wow, well, they got all 50 out in numbered order correctly. Not bad, uh, which is a good time to mention. I know some people ask. They, they see kind of what we've done before with the uh, codes, and if there are any, like, prototypes or trucks that never mm -hmm. came out. And unfortunately, right there is no evidence of any of that existing in 2006 uh you see the numbers are, are perfect so there's no obvious gaps and when you do check the codes i think the only kind of snafus show up in the early like a couple of the very early ones and i know when ryan comes back he'll scroll down like avenger number 10 the green avenger has a 2005 card back which mm -hmm. is kind of weird so uh, with some of those early ones, the codes kind of blend with 2005, but there are there are no holes and no indications that there were any lost trucks in 2006. Uh, maybe some rumors, but there's no concrete evidence of that, and I, I think 50 out of 50 trucks suggest that. And the only rumors, maybe, because seeing how we have a whole bunch of like undercovers and X-Racers yeah, that came yeah. in there, maybe they took the place of other trucks, but again, there's no indication that there were there. There's any trucks that are missing from the 2006 line, and that's pretty good. Looking for going forward in other years, and then looking at the other years, yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah, it'll only get kind of wackier in some of the other cases that have more reasons. Okay. Uh, so now we're going to move on to our uh, our tour favorites and fan favorites. This is when again I was kind of getting into these packs and everything. And 
Mervins. I saw a lot of Mervins back in the day. So we'll uh, yeah. go ahead and start them here. All right. So here's tour favorites. Um, as you can see, there's just a bunch of stuff. Um, not, I mean, I don't think they're in any particular order back here. So just weird stuff going on. So here's Crimson Crusher. We already saw it. They're all repeats, by the way. Nothing's exclusive. I don't believe this any time in this year. So there's uh, Annihilator, um, Shockwave. So it's a almost a full independent pack, um, which is something you'll never see really happen. Uh, and then there's yeah. Um, is that is that a name there? Is that yeah, it is. Hold on. Hold no, on. no. Yes, no. There's a name on the single card. Is there? Okay, I was getting nervous about a variation. That's I don't know whose name it is. It either says, I mean, I it looks like it says a John, but I don't know if it's Seasock or Zimmer. I don't. I really don't know. Looks like a Z. Uh, Curse of Z. Somebody got better eyes than me that that could tell me what. <laughs> <laughs> there's tour favorites one tour favorites two um all independence i'm not sure why they're doing all independence but they are um so brutus oh, this uh, forward. that's awkward anchor management yep, just, uh, uh, war wizard and then el matador uh in this pack uh and then tour favorites three which is not uh, no independence uh so there is grave digger um swat which is not even a real truck yeah. Uh, El Toro Loco, which is a tour favorite still in real life, and Blue Thunder. Um, okay. So, yeah. so somebody's got to make up their mind what it says. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, we'll come back to this one in just a moment. Uh, this one here, fan, fan favorites. Favorite. Um, so, kind of the um, the animals here. We also have a DVD, fan favorites DVD. Um, so, there's the back of the card here. Uh, so there's Monster Mutt. We have Pouncer, used a lot this year. And then again, El Toro Loco. <laughs> Guys, uh, I'm telling you, there's no reason to buy any of these unless you couldn't find any of them. But yeah, yeah. a lot of these are re-releases. Yeah. So um, then we have Fan Favorites 2 with All Independence, Bounty Hunter, uh, Cadillac Arrest, and then Avenger with, oh gosh, I'm not sure if there's going to be a very, I'm sure there probably was. Not going to well, find it. Oh no! Well, here, here's, here's the bounty. Does does anybody have a tour favorites number two with a no hood Avenger green? Woo! In the box. In the box. In the so box. Here, you know, could could be a thing. You don't know. Probably as I've estimated. And this one is Hot Wheels and Grim Gravedigger and American Dream. Yep. So, is, oh, Chrome, Chrome, sorry, Chrome, Chrome. Right there, yeah, and then American Dream, which I don't okay. think actually got a normal. I don't believe it got a normal release this year, so there's another chance to get it. Um, and then, okay, this is the last thing. So, this uh, changes on a base to base uh, kind of thing here. Um, so, this is only in Italy. It's an Italy exclusive. Yep. It's so expensive that Brian, I remember he always talked about it. He could never get one because they just want to charge him an arm and a leg. Um, I believe Tanya and Rude has two or three of them. Um, and my throat was getting dry there. And uh, every time he has one, they're different uh, trucks inside the box. So they'll they they basically just took anything of 2006 and stuck it in the box there, yeah. randomized. So you'll never find like uh, like a um, what do they call it uh, archetype of this. It's all random. It'll always yeah. be random, just how it is. Like for instance, they have uh, X Bracers Grave Digger. And Tilt Off's Predator. 
has one of them. I think uh, Tanyan has one with Crimson Crusher, I believe, if my memory serves me correctly. Oh, uh, I, uh, do do but, you mind if I read about this here? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so this is the Monster Jam Arena playset. No, you did not. Unless you live, if you did not live in in North America, you didn't find this in Toys R Us. This, this is it's traced to Italy. Uh, it, it was sold in other European markets, like I'm pretty sure, like Greece carried these as well. Yeah, this is the strangest playset in the history of Monster <laughs> Truck toys. This is just don't come at me with like the shark attack stuff that Hot Wheels is doing or oh no, this thing's crazy. This has a muscle machine's diecast picture this on the is, box. Let, let's zoom in on the box, okay? okay. It's crazy. So, if if nobody knows what this playset is, this is very creative. This is probably a fun playset. It's a big arena. It's a cardboard arena, and everything you see are cardboard ramps that jump into the arena, and then there's cardboard cars that you can like pseudo crush over and cardboard obstacles. So this this will fall apart if you're a rough kid in your carpet league. Let's yeah. look at the box. Okay, who's on the cover? It's Grave Digger 20th anniversary. <laughs> we are this is the when this comes out, it's Grave Digger's 24th year in competition. There's no no Grave Digger 20th anniversary. As no, RJ yeah. mentioned that that school bus is expelled. I remember a friend expelled that came out in 2004, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so here's expelled, but here's the fun one. It's on a muscle machine's chassis. Yes, sir. Good stuff. It's on a muscle machine's chassis. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to see in this picture, oh. but that, that other set of crush cars, you see two trucks racing on the package. Monster Patrol is one of them. You have the orange and purple Monster Patrol. Racing Jeff Boehner's Captain America. What's even scarier, and if I prepare, if I could find the old website, that picture came off of a mom blog website from like 2001 that took their kid to go see Monster Jam, and I think like Spokane, Washington. <laughs> the Mattel of Italy team found this mom blog's website, stole her picture, and put it on this playset. No, they were never planning on making an orange and purple Brian Bartle edition no. Monster Patrol, especially in the year 2006 because Brian Bartle was ousted for Monster Jam at that time. And Captain America, if you caught back a couple episodes ago, was supposed to come out, never did for obvious Marvel-related reasons. But here it is on this box, as if it could be any more random. Like, you couldn't find me a picture of Maximum Destruction because, again, you don't see Maximum Destruction in 2006. But if you live in Italy, you got the most confusing playset in the history yep. of monster truck collecting. If, if anybody has this playset, talk to us. Uh, <laughs> this is... This is strange. I, I want to know what your childhood was like playing with this playset. And if you were a big fan of monster trucks, knowing how confused you are seeing <laughs> these trucks on the box and just not knowing what's going on. Okay. Now we're going to zoom in on old Phil. This is the strangest playset ever. No, you didn't find it in Toys R Us unless you live in Europe. Uh, it is. It is. It's crazy. And there, but the I, the idea is actually pretty brilliant. You do see this, like when we get the yeah. World Finals up play set in 2010, uh, a lot lot better quality. It's kind of like the spiritual successor to this thing. But yeah. it's like if you tell 
Europe so rogue that they could just do this? Like, you really think Mattel of America knew nothing about this? That's crazy. Yes, it's man. like, were they out there <laughs> being or like, what is that? It's comment, like, of, comment of the night. This comes from a uh, uh, jam customs as well. This is the next thing, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. For, for those making the joke, Phil approved of um of Phil may have accidentally approved a UK approved of the new monster truck collecting UK Facebook group. So the now name has like, been changed. Okay, but um, everyone, everyone from out of the country has to like separate. Now we're all like going to our own groups for whatever okay. reason. Twenty-five percent of the monster truck collecting Facebook group does not live in the United States. Uh -huh. I would like to keep. I'm waiting for the uh, the Canadian group there, so they can yell and at me more. Ten percent of it's women, so I like those demographics. All right. Yes. <sighs> okay. So. um Let's go back. So, what yeah, that was other than this weird place that you would have only caught on your Italian vacation. Uh, so, here's a card back. I was mentioning this when you uh, signed off a bit when we're talking about codes. Only uh -huh. Avenger has that 2005 card back. Huh. Uh, so, that, that those are all trucks that come out in 2005. Um, yeah. And there's two variations of the cards here, uh, like the main 2006 cards. You get this one. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Undercovers uh, Eliminator, or I'm sorry, Equalize was never oh, yeah, That never was a thing. Was yeah, a I forgot about that too. Yeah, I lied. I forgot about that. And that's on the Chevy too. So the Chevy one, when the Chevy one, the Chevy one come out in 2005? Uh, was that yeah. One? No, okay. no, it was just in the last episode. Gotcha, I'm not sold. Huh, there was a proto. I never even knew that existed right there. Cool. I forgot about that. My bad. I'm not sure why Bounty Hunter's there or whatever. That's that okay. So that's like the old bounty hunter scheme on yeah. some big rims, and we don't. Oh, that's 2004. So what's that doing over here? It's like stock, and I feel like that equalizer undercovers is almost just like the unscrewed prototype. And I feel like, I can't keep up with this guy. Phil, I can't keep up with them. Oh my! No, can we have a? Can we? And if can you have any idea to do that, don't don't because. You, it's going to end badly. And luckily, the gentleman who reached out to me uh, was super cool. It's just a misunderstanding. But don't <laughs> don't try to make a monster truck collecting group. I want I want a G twenty summit with all the monster collecting groups. No, sorry, but you can come to the world finals and well, be. You one can of have the Italian group. one. I think we have a, like over a hundred countries represented in the group. Probably yeah, yeah. We, we do. We have a lot. We have a lot, um, which is nice. And then here's the other card. Can back. you show? Can you show, Yeah, here's the other card back. Sorry, uh, those things. A lot of different trucks, like the Avenger, they changed to orange. I, I don't, I don't think Bulldozer's on the first one. They spread everything out again, so you get a better look at that equalizer. Um, yeah, just some slight changes here, nothing too crazy, except for that equalizer. If they really did have plans to make it under covers, and it wasn't just yeah. like Bill the intern breaking a toy and like, oh, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I don't see the front clips. I see the pin. That's what I mean. It was like Bill yeah. broke the toy. Hey, can you just lift yeah. this up real quick and then yeah. now it's on the yeah, card back? Undercovers coming soon. Here's a broke truck, but yeah, undercover. I'm sorry. I don't mean here's that. here's here's back to grave degree inconsistencies. So they have that small hub, like really, really rare release here, but then they have that stacked logo. Yeah. And Hot Wheels has orange rims instead of gold in most renderings that we see for whatever reason. Blacksmith's on a small hub. Boulders on a small hub, busting this on a small hub. And by the way, there never was. I just received, I just received an Italian version of that monster collecting 
Oh boy. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, there was never any Chrome small hub, so that's very interesting to see as well. I'm sure it's just a rendering thing. Um, yeah. And aftershocks on a small hub as well with white rims. Um, yeah. But that's that. There's the list. Um, yeah. See, even Brian got it right. Various trucks for monster marina he didn't list them so that is 2006 uh what a podcast um any questions of- comments concerns about 2006 i, I gotta head out oh you have to I'm sorry, I got sorry no questions comments concerns no questions and the shirt with questions on it and mine no 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 no, no. um question what was the first time don't read it i'm reading it let me answer that quickly 2004. Yep. 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 Okay. So um, thank you all for watching. Uh, Phil, tell your computer uh, to cool down a bit. Um, I don't know why you're advertising the yearbook, but you are. Um, I have it. Thank you all again for tuning in tonight uh, on this Monday evening. We will be back next week. Same guest. Uh, RJ, which I guess he's not a guest anymore, he's just part of the show. Uh, for 2007, hot, wait, we're, that's right, Phil, right? We're just continuing Hot Wheels? Uh, yeah. Go, okay. We'll be back. We'll start off 2007 here next week. Yeah. And we will see if Phil's computer melts down that episode as well. Yeah, nice. Uh, by the way, that's my Freebird photo. I took those photos for them. Nice. This is mine. That's nice. why it doesn't look like, that's why it's like at an angle because I didn't have their setup. So, yeah. Well, you don't get cool. photographer credit, but you're in the book. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't get credit for the website either, but that's fine because they put my video up there. Um, all right, guys. So thanks for watching, everyone. We will see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your week. And until then, this is Phil, RJ, and Ryan signing out.